Good morning and welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Christine Koenig here today with... Good morning, Grace Warren. How are you all doing today? Doing great, doing great. Happy Monday, Grace. Yes, happy Monday. It's a little dreary out there, but at least it's warm. It is. I, I got to tell you, I'm, I don't care about the cloud cover this time of year. I'm all about the temperature. No, I'm actually happy to see that cloud cover because that means it's going to rain and that's probably going to mean that the snow will be melted. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> How was your weekend? My weekend was was great. I, I have some buyers that I've been uh, working with, and um, we looked at some houses. Well, I should say one house, because that's all that's come on yeah, I for know. us to look at. Um, it's really quite sad, actually, because I can't find a house for somebody that is ready to buy a house, like seriously ready to buy a house. They're in contract in the house that they are selling. And I cannot find them a house. I have uh, I have two different buyers that um, you know I've been sending them um, things from all over the county, mm-hmm. and um, you know I just the response I get is just there's there's nothing for us to go out and look at right now. So what's the moral of that story, Grace? If you are thinking about listing your home, you need to call us. Yes, don't wait till don't wait till April when everyone else puts don't their home on the market. Don't wait for the spring market. Do it now because this the is, spring market has begun. Yeah, this is the spring market. I know it doesn't feel like it, but uh, we are we're there. And and there are like sometimes I'm so slow this time of year, right? And so I can understand why people feel like, oh, you know, why would I put them a house on market now? But that's just not the case right now. Our market is changing and different. And um, if this is your year to sell. Don't wait for the grass to be perfectly green or your tulips to come up. You're going to be missing a lot of buyers out there. Yes. And they're not, I can't say that it's just one price range no, either because everywhere. the buyers that I have, I mean, I have buyers that are up to 200,000 mm-hmm. and then I have buyers that are five to 600,000. So there's, there's, Everybody, there's there's a need for for homes right now, and we just really need for you to put your houses on the market if you were thinking you were going to do it. Yep, for sure. I will say I ran around like crazy this weekend. I think I showed um, 12 houses for sale and eight places for rent in the oh course of gosh. a day and a half. I that's, was, that's a lot, Kristen, I was to do because- all over. I was just so tired by last night. I was like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> that, is, that is certainly, certainly a lot of houses. I mean, after you go into that many of them, the, um, the buyers can't possibly remember everything. I know when I take buyers out, usually I will give them- a sheet for every house that we yep. see and I, I and then a pen and, and a folder and I tell them to take notes on on the sheets as they go along because they're not going to remember. That's exactly what I said to do and like I, we were in the same car together which I don't mm-hmm. always do but um, in this case it made perfect sense. Yeah, that's another that's another funny thing. Like uh, last week when I I met these new clients of mine, they wanted to meet me at the house and I said, "Oh no, I I can't do that. You need to meet me at the office." And the guy was like, "Why?" And it, he, he's a policeman, too. So right. I said, well, you should know about safety. <laughs> That's exactly why. I go, you tell me you're a policeman, but I don't really know anything about you. That's correct. He started to laugh. He goes, I got gotcha. you. I'll meet you at your office. Yes. It would, I, I actually had to be very direct with someone once with that as well, because they're just like, you know, it, it's so much more convenient for us to meet you here. And I said, listen, I, said, I, I don't want this to sound creepy or weird. I said, but one of the things when I meet someone for the first time, it's very important that you're in a public place and that 
you know, we're, I don't meet you in a house that's vacant somewhere that, you know, that is an invitation to disaster. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good topic that maybe we should cover at some point in the future about safety when you have your house listed for sale. For sure. But today our topic is smart home technologies and um, how to make your home a little more energy efficient. You know, it's that time of year where it's cold, energy bills are spiking. Um, Everyone's gotten their first high, high bill, probably yeah. the first, maybe even their second one. Not only that, we're in the time of year where people are starting to do their taxes and thinking about all the wonderful things they could do with their tax returns. Yeah. So a lot of times this is a time of year where people really start to plan out their projects for their home. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted to talk a little bit about um, some energy efficient things to A, cut down on your um, fuel and heating bills, and then as well as um, projects that you can do that where you invest a little money for long-term savings. Yeah, and not only is it good for your pocketbook, but it's also good for the environment when we save energy. That's correct. That's correct. So let's uh, start by talking a little bit about smart home technologies. Okay. So um, what I think is so interesting is there's a term I've been hearing a lot lately, um, and you know they call it the Internet of Things. Yeah. Have you heard that? I haven't until you mentioned it to me. I hear it all the time. I see it in uh, like when I'm online reading things, and uh, you know for a while I'm like, what is this Internet of Things? I just don't get it, it mm-hmm. right? Um, but as we were re- researching smart home technologies, th- this term came up all the right. time. So an Internet of Things is um, things like the smart refrigerator that. Um, you know, keeps a list of what's no longer in there, like what you need to buy. It creates a shopping list for you. I think I could use that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, How does it know? I don't know. It's things like light bulbs um, that know when to come on and off throughout the day, you know, being very energy efficient, but also knowing that, you know, this is the time you wake up, lights turn on, or you're coming home, you hit a button on your phone and um, the garage door opens, or they have smart vacuums. They have smart smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors. So there are so many different things, and we'll talk about a few of them, um, you know. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. I really used to consider myself pretty techie. Uh, as I, and as I look at this list of things, I think some of them are, are kind of fun, right? I think some of them are kind of kitschy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have mostly what it seems like it's a lot of work to try to figure out, like, what do you have to have? 47 different apps. Uh, you know, I, I did some reading. They're developing things called smart hubs. So you kind of... I guess plug all your stuff everything into, into, into one one thing, and then that one thing kind of you know you have one app to control all your different devices. So it's um, I mean it's still emerging, mm-hmm. right? And I think some of the things are great. Um, I know that the Nest thermostat, which I really think of as like the first really um, yes. widespread smart home item, um, I think that's and that's cool. I like the idea. Like I don't have kids that are home anymore. I mean they're in college and out and about, but you know, if they were to come home, you know, three o'clock, whatever time they come home, that you could have the heat turned up when they get there. Because, you know, God forbid they have to figure out how to do that themselves because they don't want to do anything, teenagers. But it's nice that you can, you know, you can monitor that for them and you can have that turned on and you can unlock the door for them if you want when when they come home. They don't need to have a key because some, you know, kids forget their keys. Yep. I think Quick Lock now has a pretty fancy uh, smart lock for your door. Um and uh, I believe like the Nest thermostat actually learns from you, mm-hmm. like what like, what your schedule is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it starts automatically adjusting without you having to do anything. I mean, how does it do that? I don't know. I, so, I feel like life is getting very, very Jetson. I have days. to tell you, I, I'm one, my phone, my phone knows like 
on Sunday afternoons, I've been going to visit my sister. Yesterday, I wasn't going to visit her. But when I got in the car and I started to pull out of my driveway, the, the phone told me how many miles and minutes it was to her house. It had her address on there. I'm like, how does it know this is what I do? I know. I, 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 I do feel like, uh, like somebody's watching. Yes, the machines are in control. <laughs> it's like Terminator. <laughs> it's like it's a total recall. Is that the one where they're on a, like an alien planet and everything? It's very fancy. Well, I, I think so. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it <laughs> seems scientific, like a sci-fi movie for sure. Uh, well, the kids, though, this is, you know, when you think about like a generation younger than us, this is what they've been growing up with. And, yeah. um, you know, any emerging technology, right? It's It's got its rough patches when it first comes out. You know, is, is this a, something that's going to last or going to stay? And then by the next generation, it's so expected. Um, you know, and I am amazed, my eight and 10 year old, um, how good they are with technology. It's, sure, because they've been, you know, they've been taking our iPhones and sitting in the back seat of the car watching YouTube videos while we're driving to keep them occupied, right? So they know how to use these things better than we do. Right. And and because, you know, the news, like their video feeds kind of like feed them information, you know, they they are, I'll be talking about something and my son will pop in at 10, bah, 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 bah. like with technical information. I'm just like, how do you know that? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> but the point of this is that if, you know, um, the, the biggest emerging market of buyers that are coming out are the millennials, and they expect this kind of stuff. They're into this kind of stuff. So this is some the, the sorts of things that you may want to, you know, do in your house so that if and when you do decide to sell it, it's it's an, it's something that they're going to be looking for. For sure. And I think that when we come back, we'll talk about the easiest ones to implement um, with the biggest bang for your buck. Yep. Okay. All right. Be back in a few. This is Marcia Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, specializing in residential, land, and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant and hold your hand through the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at marcia.brandrealty.com for the best experience in your buying or selling process. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Garden Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey, I focus my business in Orange, Sussex, and Passaic counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Hi, this is Greenwood Lake Mayor Jesse Dwyer, host of the Greenwood Lake Radio Show. Tune in on Fridays at 11 a.m., call in, text in, and learn everything there is Greenwood Lake, right here on WTBQ, radio worth listening to. 
Hi, this is Alan Fernandez. Join me at the Jazz Getaway with Miles Davis, John Coltrane, and Duke Ellington and more every Sunday at 7 p.m. on WTBQ. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. And we are back with The Real Real Estate Show on WTBQ Radio Worth Listening To. And our phone number here, if you have any questions, is 845 651 1110 and feel free to give us a call if you have any questions about real estate about our topic today which is um, energy efficiency and smart home technology so we'll get back into that um i think we have a phone call though oh we do mm-hmm. okay hi you're on the air who are we talking to hey, it's mike Pamath. how are you guys hey doing? mike how are you i didn't know <laughs> it was, was you <laughs> it was it was good it, it was good we were just talking about um christine had like a uh a marathon of homes this weekend that she showed, and I only showed one because that was all that was there for me to show to my clients. What state are you showing them in, Christine? Because I haven't seen much inventory out there. I was uh, I was in mostly in New Jersey, um, in, oh, Ver- right. in Vernon this weekend. Yeah. Um, so there was a. I have a, I have two different people looking for condos over at Great Gorge. So um, there's stuff available over there, right? There is a lot. So um, and yeah, a and we looked just at- bought a place in there. They're really? good value too, yeah. right? They are. You know, oh, yeah. I think it depends on on what you're doing, and there are ones that you can get at very affordable prices that need a lot of updating. But there are ones that you could move like right into and that have been modernized that are super affordable. Um, you know, right around hundred thousand dollars, ninety thousand dollars, and and that is great for a first time home buyer. It is. It is great. It is great. Um, and or someone who's looking for investment because rentals go pretty good there too. Now, are those? Um, and Mike, you may know the answer to this. Christine probably knows. Uh, are they FHA approved? I don't believe so. Okay, so no, you have to do conventional financing over there. Yeah, conventional financing. I think the ones I have done in there, we've did about 10% down just to avoid some of the hazards of like an HOA questionnaire because um, it can go under limited review. So that's what I've seen anyway. I don't know if their HOA has changed or I know that they're, when we're financing, there's like different pockets of HOAs depending on which community you're in. You know, okay. I don't know if that's changed since, but um but yeah, I mean, they're definitely great investments that I've seen. So 10% of $100,000 is $10,000, plus then their closing yeah. costs. So that's sort of what somebody would need to get into a place like that. Right. And their ta- the taxes yeah. there are around $4,000. So you, your closing costs are a lot less than um, when you're buying a home where your taxes are ten or 12000 because you have a lot less of that um, like escrow funds you need to bring forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we don't necessarily have to do 10%. I think that was just um, to avoid some of the condo questionnaires, but it also depends on the client. So every scenario is going to be different mm-hmm. in what they what they can get into. But, yeah, they're definitely great investments. I've seen from since my friend purchased, they've only gone up in value, you know. So mm-hmm. I would agree that it's a good place. <clears throat> cool. So what's going on so, in the uh, mortgage industry? Um, well, rates are up, which I keep telling you. I think they're anticipated. Today, the stock market's a little bit down, so maybe there'll be a break or a pause in the increase, but they have been steadily increasing as the economy does better. Um, really, a little bit over 4% still for a conventional loan. It's still a great interest rate. but it, You know what? It, it is a great interest rate. And, you know, that's the thing. We start talking about rates going up, rates going up. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, we've been saying this for two weeks now. Like, how high are they? You know, and I think it's important to keep that in perspective that just because the, the amount they go up is incremental. Um, and so when you think about how long it takes to go from a 4% to a 
it's not like that's happening overnight, is it? So no, no, it's not. And you, I don't. I mean, we would. Uh, I think the bottom would fall out if that happened. Yeah. <laughs> people would be like very fearful. So we don't anticipate that, but it is a slow increase from mm-hmm. what I've seen. You know, and um, but it's keeping. I mean, I don't want to say it's keeping people on the sidelines. They're just recognizing it, and you know, as long as they pull the trigger sooner than later, they're still going to be able to lock in. A great interest rate. Right. I feel term. like when I feel like when people hear that interest rates are starting to rise, it actually spurs the people looking to buy mm-hmm. to the market. Right. So, yeah. which, which goes back to my statement um, earlier that if you're thinking of selling, list now. Call us. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because those people that are selling are going to want to buy, so they're also going to want to lock in the low interest rate as well. Nice point, Mike. I yeah. agree. <laughs> that's yeah. It's uh. So in 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 terms of. Um, the, the rates going up, like if you say you have a hundred and fifty thousand dollar mortgage, how how much is that going to change? Yeah, like a, a, just a rough estimate of how much a quarter percent would like change. Four, it's like a little over four dollars per thousand. So what, about forty dollars, give or take, if mm-hmm. it goes up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a huge amount of money monthly, but over time it adds up. You know, sure. so I mean a quarter percent may not hit you monthly, but when you add it up at the end of 30 years, it's like, wow, I just spent an extra $40,000, you know, <laughs> or whatever the case is. Well, not on only this, that, on this I think the flip side, which we which we talk about a lot, has to do with buying power. When an interest rate goes up for people who are um, like at that marginal amount where, you know, their income is fixed and mm-hmm. they only have so much they can spend a month, that $40 difference makes their price point for purchase lower. Yeah, it right? changes they, it a little bit. They have less buying power. Yeah, and they could, I mean, I had, uh, I have a client now that we got, it's a new construction deal. We got the taxes back from the county assessor who, who hasn't even assessed it yet. It's not being assessed till March, but the taxes were um, about $2,000 higher than what the builder estimated. And we had to rework the entire file just because of that, where I had to lower her interest rate in order just to keep them to be able to qualify, you know, because that little bit of difference, I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but well, when you... It's, it's, it's like 120 or 130,000, yeah. uh, 30, 110 or $130 a month, right? Something like that. Yeah. So it's, it adds up, you know, and that could take someone that qualifies. Well, that was the prime example. They qualified then when we got it, we had to basically scramble, you know, and say, mm-hmm. Hey, we got to make some adjustments here, you know, in order to get this thing to work. Cause we're almost at the finish line. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. <laughs> oh my but. gosh. Well, it's good that they have you in their corner, Mike. Which, you know, we always like to say, any of your mortgage needs, give Mike Van Mansart at Hudson United a call. Mike, you want to give people your number? Uh, 845-239-6565. And I guess you guys are talking about, uh, what, energy efficiency today? A yeah. little bit, yep. I didn't, I didn't catch the beginning of the show, but um, yeah, just keep an eye out for those solar panels, I guess, <laughs> and those solar leases. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that, effect, that certainly <laughs> affects um, somebody's, what their monthly payment, right? And how much well, they can we have afford. To make sure what the lease is, yeah, what the lease is, because they're typically long-term leases. Yeah, they're usually twenty-year um, leases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's an interesting so, point. We'll br- we will bring yeah. that up later on a little bit. All right. Once streaming gets back up, I'll be able to listen. But I think it was down earlier. Um, anyway, you guys have a great show. All you right. Too. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, uh, Mike. I'll Take talk care. To you soon. Bye. 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 All right. So uh, let's roll back real quick to the Internet of Things, smart home mm-hmm. technologies. Uh, I think the point we had made right before our last break was that um, as you're looking to make upgrades to your home and thinking of selling, um, that some of the younger buyers, the first-time home buyers, who are super sec- uh, spec hmm, tech savvy, <laughs> holy cow, um, 
that there are people who are going to find like the wow factor of some of these things, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, they're not necessarily big investments, but they do kind of add that cool little wow factor to a home that might just need that one little one little cool touch. Mm -hmm. So um, I made a quick little list of some of the like wow factor items that are really home specific um, and le like less less technology, like not, not so much about your refrigerator or your vacuum cleaner, but more like uh, like the ring doorbell. Yeah, that, um, that's a, a a cool thing where you can see from your phone wherever you are who's at your front door. Right, and talk to them. And talk to them, right. Um, so that I know that uh, I see those actually a lot as I'm yep. showing houses now. Yeah, and um, one of the things to think about when you're doing that is uh, everybody knows my husband's an electrician, so he's installed these before. And he had, at, at one point, he had one that he just could not get to work properly. It would work sometimes, it wouldn't work every time it was not reliable. And it turns out that the reason that was, was because their, the homeowner's um, internet modem was too far away from where the doorbell was. Oh. So it was affecting you know, the internet connection and you need to get some sort of a booster to make that work properly all the time. That's a great tip. Yeah, and um, you know he, he was racking his brain trying to figure out why is this thing not working? I know it's hooked up right. And it turns out that was why. Huh. So one of the cool things I learned about doing my research is you mm -hmm. can have garage door openers that are smart garage door openers. Um, okay. And so you don't, ha and just so you know, some of these things, you don't have to change what you have. Um, if you have newer ones, a lot of the, like what makes it smart is a compatible kind of piece that goes in between the existing um, garage door opener. Then it kind of goes through. I don't, I don't sort of like that fire stick that you have for your TV that's not a smart TV. Correct. Probably, right? That's right. It takes a, it makes something that's conventional and makes it smart. Okay. Um, but with that, you I can. I wish they had that for people. Yeah, but you can open, like one of those. open your garage door remotely. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> um, we can do, uh, so you can, let's just say you needed to let someone in. Um, someone wanted to grab a bike and borrow a bike and you're not home. You, the garage is locked. You could open your garage door from work and close it again. So okay. someone could get, you can let someone in, um, remotely. It's kind of cool too. Like if you have, um, a pet in the house mm -hmm. and you have a dog walker yep. and you don't really want to give them the key, but you want to let them in to get your dog. So you could do that. Yep. Another that's great good, use. I like yeah. that. Yeah. That's a good, uh, you know, a good one. Um, another one that I think is really cool is, uh, smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors. Mm -hmm. Um, what makes these smart is if they go off and you're not home, it alerts you that there's that they're going that, off. That they're going off, so that you can um, try to figure out what's going on. Call a neighbor, call a fire department, whatever. But you are aware that something is happening in your home. Mm -hmm. uh, I love that. I do too, and I, I, I didn't know that was a it's that, a, that it's was a safety thing. And that's you know one of the things that that's something that always makes me concerned. And because you can't you you know carbon monoxide is a silent killer. Yeah. So you never know that it's actually happening. So um, then lastly, we have uh, like the door lock, which we kind of briefly mentioned before. Um, and I've seen a couple different versions of them. Sometimes, um, you know, you come up to a door and you see a padlock on them. Mm -hmm. But now not only are they padlocked, but now they will like transmit to your phone. So, so you, again, can remotely. you can remotely unlock your door. Um, or lock them if you forgot lock, to lock them. Or change your code. Um, so it's, uh, these are ones that I think make good sense and aren't overly complicated. And um, as we were talking about before, kind of add a little bit of that wow factor mm -hmm. when you're thinking about selling your house, especially um, as the more tech savvy um, generation become their first time home buyers. Right. 
So one of the things you didn't, you forgot to mention is that smart plug. Oh, I think we're going to talk about that when we talk about energy efficiency, which is okay. what we're going to do as soon as we get back from our break, um, which we are going to get ready to take right now. So uh, stay tuned. When we get back. We're going to talk about energy efficiency, uh, energy efficient things you can do around your home. Great. This is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty for more than 17 years. And I'm ready to hear your wants and needs, and then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well, and whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together. Hi, I'm Carol Rogers. We are excited to announce our partnership with Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty and to introduce you to the Carol Rogers Real Estate Team. Susan and I listen and strive to make your experience stress-free. And I'm Susan Schneider. Between Carol and myself, we have sold over 200 homes at Warwick Grove alone. And now we also cover the greater Hudson Valley. Visit us at carolrogerssells.com for a complimentary market analysis and we will answer all of your real estate questions. Hi, this is Mark Chisholm, wine and liquor enthusiast extraordinaire, inviting you to join me every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. for Wine Time. Wine Time is my time where I get to talk to you about all things alcohol, beer, wine, and liquor. Right here on WTBQ Radio Worth Listening To. This is Sister Anna. Listen to The Garden of the Child, a story discussion time with students. Story develops listening skills and imagination. Saturdays at 11.10 a.m. on WTBQ. WTBQ weather. Mostly cloudy skies, some patchy areas of drizzle this morning, and some fog. There will be some scattered showers, too, the high reaching the mid-40s this afternoon. Tonight, some areas of drizzle and some rain arriving overnight. It'll drop down to around 40, so it stays rather mild. Tomorrow, appears to rain in the morning, ending with some showers in the afternoon in the lower 50s, becoming partly cloudy and turning colder tomorrow night as we head down to 30 and mostly sunny and colder on Wednesday in the mid-30s. I'm meteorologist Tony Salimo from the WTBQ Weather Center. WTBQ I'm gonna make this place your home Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I am Grace Warren along with uh, my co-host today, Christine Koenig. Yes, and uh, we are going to start talking now a little bit about energy efficiency things that you can do around your home. Yep. You know, it's that uh, the cold weather really makes you feel how, um, like if your home needs some energy efficiency, mm -hmm. uh, I guess, upgrades. Um, mm -hmm. So one of the things that, um, you know, anyone will tell you to start because, right, you think, you may think you know what the best thing to do for your home is, but you don't really know. Mm -hmm. um, so you can start with an energy evaluation or an energy audit. Um, and mm -hmm. that's when someone comes in and they kind of seal up your house um, and then take some thermal imaging and show you exactly where the cold is coming in mm -hmm. so that you know if it's your windows or if it's weather stripping or it, you know, it will show you exactly where your house needs the most help. Yeah, and today in a new construction, that is something that is required by the municipalities to do before they can get their CFO. I didn't know if, don't know if you knew that. I had heard that, but um, I had not. I've not gone through that with a client yet. Well, they do it before um, 
before, you know, they can get the CFO. So the builder has to do that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're going to talk a little bit about NYSERDA, which is the New York State Energy, I don't know, conservation something or other. But it's it's the it's a department of the state that um, really puts together um, programs um, to help people lower their energy costs. Sometimes um, they have some programs that help supplement, but um, mm-hmm. they also have um, have programs that help people do these and en- these audits. Um, and mm-hmm. some of them, depending on different programs, some of them, uh, you know, it's free or you get a fifty percent discount. Um, to work with one of their people. And if you qualify too, I think there are loans. So if you're doing something maybe, you know, more expensive, say replacing windows or something, you may need to get, um, you know, a loan for for doing that. For sure. And I I think some of you with that. And and actually some people can qualify for some, for actually aid for that. Yep. And right. And sometimes you get like you said, low cost, low cost um, loans. Loans. Yep. So um, that's pretty interesting. Anyway, so that first step being um, that energy audit. Mm -hmm. um, But some of the things like typical improvements, things that anyone can do around the house that they say that these are the these are the big things. And they say you can save up to like combine a couple of these things. You can save up to 50 percent if you have like a, a inefficient home by by upgrading. Mm-hmm. So one of the basic things they say is seal air leaks around f- like the floors, the walls, the ceiling, even electrical plugs. Yes, you want to- I was going to mention that. They yeah. have those little, these little like, sty- they're not styrofoam, they're like uh, some sort of a foam. Gasket? Yeah, like a gasket that you can put in there. Yeah. Um, and so they say weather, weather stripping or the spray foam, and that one thing alone can save you between 5 and 30%. That's, um, on you your, know, on pretty, your heating that costs. Be a, That's huge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they say add insulation. It's another one of the fastest um, and most effective ways. If you don't have insulation, say in your attic, um, which I think is probably the biggest, the biggest place needed. And, and not only if you don't have it, but if you, let's just say you bought a house in the seventies or that was built in the seventies and have never upgraded, right? The insulation, R factors have gotten so much better. They have that, you know, you may need to go in and replace what you have to bring that home, um, you know, up to up to what would be current guidelines, mm-hmm. but would also um, save you money in the long run. Yes. And then uh, install energy efficient windows. I mean, that I mean, I, that, I know obvious. That's, that's an expensive could be a very expensive thing. But, you know, some some of these old houses have single pane windows. And today I think you can even get triple pane windows. Really? I think so. I mm. think that's a new thing. Not many people are using them, but right. they have they have that. And um, you know, even a double pane window, which is what is typical, right. would save you significant amount of money. I would think it from you know an old old house, like say from the early nineteen uh, hundreds or something. Yeah, it's a single single pane of glass, right? Yeah, I mean, my house was built in uh, nineteen eighty four, mm-hmm. and when it when the wind blows, my windows whistle. Really? Right. And they're, they're not, it's That's not, not that, that old. old and they are double, double paned, but over time the seals break. And mm-hmm. so I know that replacing my windows is like, if you have wood is, windows, they start to shrink mm-hmm. and then they move a little bit in there. So that's on my like two year list of projects. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we were talking a little bit before about thinking about what to do with that. You know, you get, you have the money coming back from your taxes and, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that could be a really that's a good way um, to good investment for yeah, you for sure. Um, if you don't have a programmable thermostat, you don't even have to move up to like a smart home one, but if, you know, some people still have to turn it with the, turn the dial with your, you know, with the hands and set it <laughs> manually. I love that kind. Cause I can understand it, <laughs> but, um, you should have the ones that are programmable. So you can at least say, you know, it automatically lowers the heat at night. 
Um, you know, some of them you could do four I think or five with air conditioning programs. too is one of the, uh, an, imp- an important reason to have that because you know you're not if you're not home you don't want your air conditioning cranking your house down to sixty six degrees no. in the middle of summer. Um, well, this one I thought was very interesting. I don't I have um, baseboard heat, so it, I didn't even realize that this was a thing. But for homes that have forced air, mm-hmm. they said to go around and make sure that where the um, where the heat ducts meet, mm-hmm. that the They're seal taped. is good. They said that um, in the forced air systems, you can lose up to 30% of your heat through some of these leaks. Well, so- I've seen um, in in homes where over time the, um, the ducts will start to come apart and mm-hmm. there's space. And then you're losing, you know, whether it's heat or air conditioning, you're losing it. It come, it's coming right out. It's going in your attic, in your basement, wherever yeah. the ducts are and the walls. Um, the walls probably wouldn't be as big a deal. But if they're in the attic and you're losing your, you know, your air conditioning, that's it's that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk also about um, upgrading to um, Energy Star um, appliances, furnaces, mm-hmm. um, heating and cooling systems, things like that. Um, again, that's going to be a more of your pricey side of the upgrades. But um, if you're going from a 30 or 40 year old furnace to something um, Energy Star rated today, again, you can save 20% on your bills just with that one upgrade. Yeah, I mean, you have to think about how long it's going to take you to recoup that. Yeah. But um, if your furnace is really old, it may not take as long as you think. Correct. Uh, then uh, another suggestion is to install energy efficient hot water heater, again, using that Energy Star um, label as a guide to mm-hmm. things that are going to run very efficient for you. Um, same thing with appliances. So those are um, those are some of the some of the quick energy efficient things around the house. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about Nyserta, um and some of the things that they have to offer. Um, and so they have they do have three programs, and I'm not going to dig in too deep. I'm going to say that they have a website you can go to and type in um, home energy efficiency programs. And these are programs um, that the state offers to help um, a homeowner make some of these um, investments in their home. Yeah. And I kind of remember even Orange and Rockland coming to um, my mother's house and changing all of her light bulbs at one point. Really? Yeah. To, um, you know, those ones with the 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 LED. Oh no, that was the compact fluorescence. Yeah. Those, uh, they changed them all. And this was, you know, years ago, maybe they do have some other program like that. We'd have to do a little research on that, but she still has those light bulbs. It's probably like, it's got to be like six or seven years. I mean, they last forever. Yeah. The compact fluorescent ones, you have to be careful if they break because they have yes, mercury they, in them. Yeah, they can't be disposed of like a regular light bulb can be. No, but um, now they have the LED ones, which mm-hmm. um, are better. pull a lot less power. Mm-hmm. Um, which would say, you know, if you just went around and changed those light bulbs, mm-hmm. you're going to save money just on that. For sure. Um, so- some of the programs they have, they have a program called the Home Performance with Energy Star, um, and there are no um, income restrictions for that program. And what that program is, is a low, um, I guess, uh, low cost loans to make um, the those improvements. improvements. So anyone can take advantage of their financing. I mean, that's really what it is, is low mm-hmm. cost financing to make changes. Um, they then have another program called the Assisted Home Performance with Energy Star, um, and that has an income um, limit on it. And it depends on how many people you have living. It changes what that income, that sliding scale of, mm-hmm. um, income is. Um, and again, you can get up to 50% discounts right. on some of the items. 
So not only um, is there financing available, which there is a low interest rate loan. It's not necessarily just on items either. It's, it's also on the work performed. Oh, is it? Yeah, I was I was looking at that. You have to use one of their contractors, mm-hmm. but they will pay the contractor directly 50%. That is great. Mm-hmm. Huh. And then there's a third pro- program called Empower New York. Um, again, it has a household income limit. Um, and that is a program really geared towards lower income um, families, but that provides eligible discounts at 100% that they reimburse um, for for certain things. That would be great for for certain uh, people that can't, you know, they wanna stay in their house, they they can't afford this, their heating costs are crazy. So that would be a really nice program for certain people. Again, that's through NYSERDA, so go to their website, read up on uh, the different things that they have, the different rates that they offer for loan programs. And uh, I think that rather than putting on your 15% credit card, being able to, <laughs> right? Exactly, I mean, but that, that's yeah. what you do when you when you finance these things. You put them on your credit card at, at, at 12, 15, 18%. Why not use a loan that's five or six or 7% that's mm-hmm. you know funded by the state through a program that's there for everyone in New York to use? Mm-hmm. So um, I think that that's fabulous and uh, needs needs to be looked at. By the way, another thing um, while we're here right before our uh, next break, we'll just take a quick minute to talk about um, another program, and NYSERDA is part of um, funding it, um, is solar for your house. Yes. So um, I feel like in the office we talk about um, from strictly from an investment point of view, do you put, do you, do you put solar on your house to change the value of it? Um, And I think that across the board, we all agree that it is a net zero. You don't, yeah, it I doesn't, don't, it I f- doesn't add to the value. It doesn't take away from the value, but. The only problem, it doesn't take away from the value. However, however, what Mike was saying earlier is if you have a lease on that, that solar panel, then that lease has to be worked into your uh, debt to income ratio, because that's something that you're going to be paying for, for a certain amount of years. So that could be a hindrance in some cases for somebody that might have been able to afford your house, but maybe now can't because of that of that hundred dollar a month lease that you have to pay. Right, that's interesting. Yeah, so um, that that was one of, that was what Mike was talking about earlier. But you know, I have a client that has solar panels. They uh, own them, and they do save money. Yeah, they save money. I mean, Christine, you have solar panels I, on your house. I as certainly well, right? do. I love my solar panel. And how much do you think you save? So I, it's, very, it's very hard to tell right, mm-hmm. an exact number, but I can say a couple of things about the program. So first of all, there are, um, there are federal and state tax credits. So um, for the past four years, I have gotten money back. It has, I have paid zero in electricity for my solar panels for the last four years. So um, how, do, how does that work? My solar lease, say it's $100 um, at the end of the year. I write, I apply for my tax credit, um, which comes off my New York state taxes, not my federal taxes. And so it's a dollar for dollar match up to $4,000 over the first four years. So um, I have gotten paid $4,000 to put them on my house. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Then moving forward beyond that, um, the way they kind of, at least when I got my lease, and I I know leases change over Mm -hmm. time, but when I got my lease, the idea is, you know that you use about, let's just say, um, you know, X number of kilowatt hours a year. Mm-hmm. Um, let's look at your bill for the last two years. You've been paying 17 or 18 cents per kilowatt hour. I'm gonna build your lease. 
at 14 cents a kilowatt hour. You're going to save three cents a kilowatt hour over what you've been paying over the last two years. And that's locked in. So as rates go up over time, my savings increase year after year after year after year because my lease number never changes. Okay. So it's like locking in my electric rates, making um, a predictable payment. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I got my when I got my uh, panels, I generated 100% of my electricity for the first two years. Then Mike and the boys moved in and my <laughs> everything changed. So uh, <laughs> now I pay the difference between uh, what... Uh, what but I it generate. must not be very much. Yeah, it depends on it depends on how time like, of year. Yeah, you know how many how many Xboxes we have plugged in around the house, all that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that we are at a, a breaking point. So yes, when we come back, we are going to talk some more about energy uh, saving tips around your home. Hi, this is Veronica Daugherty, a licensed real estate agent for 12 years with Better Homes and Gardens Brand Realty. Although based in Warwick, I also serve Orange, Sullivan, and Ulster counties. My primary goal is to ensure that your home buying or selling experience is successful, meets your needs and desires, and is stress-free. For more information, visit veronicadaugherty.randrealty.com or call 845-544-5807. Hudson United Mortgage, the number one mortgage company, specializes in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Vanman Smart is offering first-time homebuyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Hudson United Mortgage is a broker and correspondent lender licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut and specializes in residential loans in all three states. There are low down payments for first-time home buyers, and they'll offer you a $100 gift card just to look at your offer from another lender. To set up an appointment or for more information, go to HudsonMortgage.com. Hudson United Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 152355, is an NY limited liability company and operates with the following licenses. Licensed correspondent mortgage lender by the NJ Department of Banking and Insurance, a registered mortgage broker with the NYS Department of Financial Services. All NY loans are arranged through third-party lenders, not affiliated with Hudson United Bank. Hi, this is Professor Richard Hull, host of the Warwick Historical Society's weekly show, History Alive. Tune in every Monday at 11.05 to learn how history is your past, present, and future. WTBQ Radio, worth listening to. Hi, this is Walt Baby Love. I want you to join me on WTBQ every Sunday morning at 6 a.m. for praise and worship. I'll give you the number for the faith phone line on gospel tracks with yours truly, who? Walt Baby Love. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm here, Grace Warren, with Christine Koenig. By the way, hey, Grace. What? If someone wanted to list their home with you, what number would they call? Oh, they would call 845-742-4361. How about you? Well, it would be 845-551-1564, or you can just Google me and find me because I know no one's no one's walking yeah, around with true. a pen Google to write us. things down. So Christine Koenig or Grace or Warren. Call the office. Call the office. That's an easy number to remember, 845-986-9898. Mm-hmm. And just ask for either one of us. So they can directly put you through to us too. For sure. 
So we were talking about energy efficiency, and um, I found a really great list, although extensive. We'll, we won't go through all of it. We'll just go through the ones we think are important. Yes. Um, for things, again, small things you can do around the house that you might not be thinking of to help um, control your energy costs. So um, one of the ones that I come across, um, happens twice a year, uh, is my air conditioner vents. Mm -hmm. So in the winter, you have to go around and close those vents. Uh, I didn't even know that you could close them. Well, I can close them at my house. I don't, I'm sure I could close them at my house maybe, too. I just don't maybe know this that. is a new smart home technology remote thing that we should maybe we should come up with this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, this is it. This is our, this is our, our million dollar idea, Grace. <laughs> Let's patent it. Let's find somebody to do this for us. Anyway, just make sure that when the weather changes, I can. I always know to do it because I'll be sitting in bed and all of a sudden there'll be this freezing cold draft and I'm like, where is it coming from? Mm -hmm. And then I look up and I'm like, oh, it's that time of year. And I run around the whole house and close all the vents. I know that my husband covered the the return, yeah, you know the big, the big yep. one that everybody has. He he did cover that up because I don't know. He just did it. I, don't, I guess well, he knew. I mean, if you think about airflow, if you've got a big hole, right, and hot air rises, it's going out, correct, and it's going to push the freezing cold attic, and it's going to push the cold air through the vents and push the cold air through the vents. So you have to do both. Mm -hmm. um, but vice versa, when it gets nice again, right. You have to remember to open them. Otherwise, your air conditioner is going to be running and you're going to be like, well, is there something wrong? Why, why isn't the house cooling down? Um, and they do say um, another tip is um, for each, like when you set your air conditioner in the summer, mm -hmm. um, for each degree over 75 degrees that you set it to, right, you save 3% on your energy used to cool your home. So if you say, set it at 76, you save 3%. If you set it at 77, you set it at 6%. Think ours is always set at 74. I'm going to go turn it to 75. There you go. <laughs> um, we, have the, we have the constant fight. I would set it at 75 um, or even 76, but I think Mike is a 72 to 73 kind of person. <laughs> and so uh, there is that um, like kind of like back and forth. like Tug of war? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Like, you know, did you touch the air conditioning thermostat? I'm like, yeah, it was freezing in here. It's ridiculous. I know. And same thing in, in the wintertime too. I, I'll come into the bedroom and it'll be really, really cold. And I'm like, I'm going to turn this heat up. You better not turn that heat up. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be too hot. It's too hot. It's not cold in here. It's like 63 degrees in here. It's cold. That is cold. Uh, another thing that uh, that um, is one of those things that as we get more devices and we keep chargers plugged in all the time um, that a lot of people don't realize is if you have a block um, in, you know, that you like your charging block for your phone or whatever USB device. It's devices, a transformer thing that is attached to the cord. Yep. Even when you don't have your chart, your phone charging, that block is drawing power all day and all night long. So they say unplug them. Unplug them or. Or, yes. Oh, back to our um, fancy smart home technologies. They have something called a smart plug which again is um, you can turn it on or off remotely from your phone. So you can just say, hey, turn that plug off now it that starts, I'm not home. It, it shuts the power off at that outlet. Right, completely. I love that. I see, I, I see that you're sending Joe out for some smart plugs tonight. Yeah, I'm surprised we don't have them already. By the Joe, way- Joe, if you're listening, why don't we have these? Another thing that they <laughs> say um, that goes hand in hand with this has to do with your computer um, or your fax machine or your printer. Every single one of those devices has that transformer box. And even though you think that you're not drawing power, you are the whole time. 
So make sure that you unplug your devices when you're not using them. You can save a tremendous amount. Think about how many blocks you have that are drawing power all day long, whether they're charging something or not. And, uh, and then mul- in my son's room alone, again. I can't, he's got the X and he's never there. Yep. He's got the TV. He's got the Xbox. He's got cable box, cable box, um, you know, all kinds of stuff plugged in over there. Mm-hmm. So they say unplug or use one of these smart plugs, or even if you use a power strip, turn the whole power strip off. Use the power strip that has you know, the on off that switch. That boy does have a power strip. And when he leaves for three weeks or whatever, he does shut it off. That's he's good. smarter than, than I anticipated there. He must already know this. Yes. The the other thing they say, if you put your monitor to sleep, right, rather than turning it off, it's drawing power the whole day as well. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same thing with your laptop. I mean, it, it, it will, if you leave it going, it is kind of, even if it goes to sleep, it's still on, right? And yep. it's dra- drawing your battery. Yep. Um, another interesting thing that I, that I saw was, um, has to do with your laundry. Mm-hmm. They say, uh, wash your clothes on cold whenever you can. So you're not um, having your... Um, Hot water heater have to kick on and pull more power to heat the water to clean your clothes. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other thing they say is to do an extra spin cycle so that you um, remove more liquid from your clothes. So it takes less time to dry your clothes. Exactly. So you get a clothesline too. Oh, by the way, we have have a caller. We have a call in. Hi. Yes. Good morning, Christine. Good morning, Grace. I just had a question. Um, You were talking about smart home devices. Do you know anything about smart meters that utility companies are installing? And is it possible to have the utility companies on about that? Um, As far as I know, the the, um, meters that are on the outside of the houses now, they have been replacing them. And they've been putting ones in that the, the, uh, the guys don't have to come to the house to actually read the meter they can just like drive by and they point something at the house and they can read it so the new ones is that what you're talking about something new no 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 they're coming out with something new called smart meters oh no i I haven't heard of that speak to the utility company about that and get some information and maybe have somebody on about that oh that yeah you know what i'm gonna act i'll actually speak to my husband who installs you know meter pans all the time for people and they know a little bit about that the utility companies are coming out with smart meters and it's a new technology oh i'll find out if orange and rockland is doing that and the next time i come on i will i'll mention it yeah if i know and when they're doing it or or what the advantages are and so on yeah i'll find out well thank you so much for that that uh, okay, question. Thanks, right. Christine. Thanks, thanks Grace. Bye bye. Thank you. So that was cool. Yeah, that's an interesting topic. I will definitely. I'm going to make a note of that and ask about that. Smart meters, um, for sure. I think that a while ago I may have gotten something in the uh, in the mail regarding possibilities of up- updating or upgrading meters. Mm-hmm. Um, although I think that mine won't be because I have the solar panel and I net meter, so it's uh, okay. It's so different. You, you wouldn't be able to. to I don't use think that. so. Yeah, because that's true with a solar panel. You have a separate meter, right? Correct. It's like um, it, it's a meter that goes both ways. So mm-hmm. as I'm generating power, I send it out to the grid. Mm-hmm. And so my meter rolls back and vice versa. And it attaches to the regular meter, doesn't it? Or is it It's sep- like side by side Yeah, they're side by side. So they, 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 like, uh, yeah, they talk to each other or whatever. They don't actually talk to each other. But uh, this is above my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so um so another uh why we're talking about some energy efficiency uh just a couple quick things they say very low tech let's talk low tech for a minute drapes and shades they say uh during the day open them up let the sun come in thermal energy and at night close them 
um, because it just adds another thermal layer between the window glass Mm -hmm. and your house. Especially if it's windy and you have those old, older windows or your house is a little bit older and and, and then the windows have shrunk. Yep. That should certainly help. Um, You know, everything else um, kind of falls into what we've already talked about. Um, But uh, quickly, I know that we like to talk about the numbers. Yeah, quick. We don't have much time left. We do. Listen, we have like two and a half minutes left. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, all right. So inventory. I want to talk about um, year over year uh, for the month of December, all the numbers are in. Mm -hmm. Um, And I found that the numbers are are shocking this year. So Orange County, um, new home inventory, um, December to December, like new homes listed, is mm-hmm. down 10% um, just in December. Well, it's it's not surprising. Mm-hmm. I mean, Actively listed homes were down 23%. That's, t- that's almost a quarter of the homes that were um, available last year are now gone. This morning, I pulled up um, Warwick statistics and just uh, Warwick, which was uh, Warwick schools and Florida schools, and there are only... 102 listings that are currently active right now. That's impressive. And that doesn't count the ones that have accepted offers, but no. are in under contract. So, yeah, um, yeah, th- yeah, exactly. I mean, I know for my own self, I have properties that have accepted offers. Yeah. So they're still showing active. Correct. So that number is actually even less than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, in terms of, let's a couple towns, Warwick is down at active listings from this year to last year down 22%. Goshen is down 25%. They only have 77 active homes wow. as of this morning. Monroe is down 10%. Middletown is down 25%. Um, and the uh, Minnesing School District is down 37% wow. of available inventory. So when we talk about inventory issues, it's it's not like if we're, we're not, we're not just, making we're it just up. Not being, we're not just being pushy salespeople saying, list your house. We're saying no, there really is an in, a problem with the inventory and we have buyers. And if you want to sell now is a great time. Yes. Um, again, call, call us, call our office, call somebody and list those houses because we all have buyers that want to buy them. That's for sure. Uh, so I think uh, our last little bit of information is our quick event calendar. Um, I have a couple things that came up. You have a couple things that came up. Um, one of the things that um, is new in the area right here by WTBQ um, is Warwick Tomatoes, and they do a farmer's market on Wednesdays and Saturdays, which I did not know. Um, I love good tomatoes, and there's not very many of those in the, sh- in the shop right, right now. Um, oh, so, they look kind of... Yeah, uh, was like pale and, and hard. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. So Warwick Tomatoes right here on Wednesdays and Saturdays they sell nine different types of heirloom pe- tomatoes. So um, And seven kinds of peppers? Yep. Is that right? Eggplants, cucumbers, and what was the other thing? Herbs. Herbs. Hmm. So um, I, f- I feel like on Wednesday, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. So, oh, we're done. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Tune Have a in. great week. Bye. Bye.